0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, we are gathered here for your delight and interest, and uh, we aim to provide insight, and expertise, um, and Graham, how are
1: you? <laughs> I'm not sure which of those things you're coming to me for. Oh, the Graham. I'm here the for the Graham. Yeah, oh boy, expertise and insight. I didn't bring those with me tonight nobody oh, told you know? me oh, no nuts. if you'll if you'll check at least a few of our itunes reviews um they definitely point out that we have no expertise about anything that's outrageous <laughs> i
0: know how dare they
1: <laughs> i feel like they've rumbled oh, us God,
0: we're all um, <laughs> well, misunderstood. Chron- misunderstood us
1: um well misunderstood
0: chronically misunderstood yeah
1: yeah we never claim to have expertise on anything yeah, yeah
0: people it's it's interesting isn't it there are some people who go through life and they definitely have like high expectations and then when their expectations not met they do things like rant on the internet hmm. never understood that never understood that ah well never mind anyway uh it's not just the two of us because claire's here as well hey claire good
2: evening hi
0: <laughs> how are you i'm
2: good thank you
0: have Time... you brought any interesting mm-hmm. stories or any insight or expertise <laughs>
2: I don't know uh insight have i got have i got any insight or expertise mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> okay all right well let's 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 let's, let's stop asking those kinds of questions then because clearly it's uh, maybe they'll it's...
2: be revealed as we go along <laughs>
0: Uh, Well, uh, talking about Reveal, yes, I am enjoying an
2: Advent beer,
0: and I'm going to enjoy a second one shortly, because we've been chatting for ages Mm. before we hit the big red record button, and uh, so I'm almost through my first beer. Uh, Shout out to the Brewdog Brewery. uh, My wife bought me their Advent calendar, so I get a different can of beer every day this month, which is awesome. Very much enjoying that. (laughs)
1: That's pretty good. That's
0: pretty good. Yeah. It is. It's right. It's uh, definitely. Uh, I I didn't even know such things existed. So so it's good, and it is a a, a reveal every day. Uh, so there mm. we go. Yes, except if you skip a day, then you get to have two beers. Like I'm having today.
1: <laughs> Just wait till Christmas Eve and drink the whole lot in one go. Ooh,
0: yeah, I've got to go to my mum and dad's for Christmas Day though. So even better reason. <laughs> well, no, save them mm. till Christmas. No, day. no, save them for Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. and drink. The... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would be the thing, right?
2: Cause... Actually, I can't believe it's. I can't believe it's Christmas already, December. But um, talking of advent calendars, I meant to get the that Ilford calendar and I never got it. The film, a roll of film. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I saw, saw it, They, they yeah. were they selling them at the photography show. They
2: were. I meant to get one, and yeah. time's just rattled on, and here we are. On
0: yeah, and to to
1: to. I don't believe it's Christmas, and the reason I don't believe it's any Christmas is because Claire doesn't have her Christmas tree up yet, which is not yet hugely disappointing. I expect that tree to be up at (laughs) mid-October at the latest and I expect it it to stay in place until July. (laughs) And you've let me down on both fronts this year, Claire. The tree was gone in the blink of an eye, it felt like. It
2: was. That was gone really early for me last year because, like I said, I've had it till June.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) you need to improve on that this year, Claire. I'm expecting to get a Christmas tree,
0: actually. Mm. We haven't got a Christmas tree either yet. I should do that.
1: So... I'm the only one, Mm. and I use the word I in the loosest possible sense, I'm the only one that lives in a house which is Christmas tree ready. We have a Christmas tree up in Uh our house with decorations and everything on it. It looks very festive.
0: Oh, okay. That's pretty good.
1: My contribution was putting on the lights. That was the bit that I did. So Mm. I I did my bit. I contributed.
2: Yeah. I was going to say I really love lights. I love lights anyway, you know, at night. But Christmas lights—that's lights, what makes me Christmas easier, lights. Yeah. do if you have lights on the outside
0: of your house.
2: No, I don't. But I just love, you know. The, we're digressing now, aren't we? <laughs> so this. For, I for don't shopping. think we even
0: started, Claire. So it's all right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't worry about yeah. it. It's. But I
2: like it's it just... of an evening, and you're sitting, and you've got the lights on, and it's you know you can watch a film or something. But the atmosphere, isn't it? It's therapeutic, and you can make, you can use your Christmas lights um in your photography Mm.
0: yeah that's true very very good good for backgrounds good for out of focus backgrounds
2: yeah who do i know
0: who does that chris marquardt does that he has fairy lights in his background in his Mm. in his office or study or whatever it is that he records podcasts in
2: you can create almost like depending on your background you could put them there and you can make them almost like they're city lights in the background we Christmas. need like a
0: really shallow depth of field Christmas for that. Light. though. Yeah, but
2: they're
0: Christmas or, or to go out and just podcast in the middle of a city. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the Christmas lights might be easier if you live on
1: Anglesey than going to you a city. You can drape
2: them around you. <clears throat> hmm.
1: Drape them yes. you can casually electrocute yourself. Yeah, these are all good ideas. Or catch
0: fire if you've got like old-fashioned <laughs> tungsten ones. Well, yeah. oh, they're all LEDs yeah. these days. Mostly yeah. they're LEDs, yeah. aren't they? I do like Christmas lights. I, we have some for the outside. In recent years, like since having kids and what have you, we've got a few for the outside of the house. Nothing nothing gauche, you understand. Yeah, All entirely appropriately middle class mm-hmm. and subdued. But mm-hmm. definitely uh, definitely a little bit of light out there in the street. It's quite nice. Quite nice. Oh, yeah. I like I, it. The bit I don't like is, is having to get up the step ladder and go all around the house with them. But they put, get them out, unknot, untie them, all that sort of thing.
1: Last year I went to we went to after Christmas, but um Blen- i live very close to blenheim palace um when i say very close i mean like not on the grounds or anything but it's within short to get close
0: things. to blenheim palace this place is enormous
1: <laughs> yes yeah, um and every uh winter they have this big light festival thing there um mm. it's really impressive and we went last year and it's i think it's the second or third time i've been in. and it is stunning like they do a really good job and there's lights and music and it's all over the place. It's all over the grounds you sort of walk around it's really good it would want to be it's expensive um but obviously when you go into something like that, you want to take pictures. Uh, but it's a difficult thing to kind of capture in an interesting way. Um, because it's a, I suppose it's a bit like taking pictures of other people's art in some ways. You can kind of you can capture it just as it is, but it doesn't get the feeling of it. I took um my camera with my blurry lens and <laughs> That certainly captured it in a different way. There weren't many keepers from that roll of film, I have to be honest. you <laughs> know what the worst thing is, to, t- to take out in the dark with a very blurry lens, I used my one and only roll of Cinestill 800, one of the most expensive roll of films I ever bought, and I kind of went and blew it on that. So that probably wasn't the story. It's probably smartest. got nice colours to have it, though. Yeah. yeah they, they were, I don't think I got the best from the film. I should have saved it until uh. I went to to see some petrol stations. <laughs>
0: it's we we were supposed to be somewhere like like that tonight actually. Um but didn't go because the weather was just, you know, howling. Mm. Uh we were supposed to be at uh the Royal Horticultural Society gardens at Wisley, um where mm. they put on a thing they uh they call it the Winter Glow because it's it's not uh, and they have they have sculptures, like enormous flowers and, and things that are all threaded through the gardens that, that are um that mm. are all lit up. And, mm. and they, mm. they, they have a whole set. Yeah, as you walk around the gardens, the different bits where all different plants and trees grow. They have different night shows on us. So mm. it's fantastic. We're going to go most years. Uh, but, yeah, tonight the weather was somewhat inclement. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, storm. Oh, what's the name of the storm that's coming around this uh, week?
0: Uh... Baza, no, Bra- Storm Bra- Baza. Bra- Barra. Barra, Barra, why? Are
1: you? Barra. Storm, storm Gaza, it's coming here, thinking fog Gaza, fucking the Fog <laughs> in <laughs> the day, mind, no mine. Yeah, that will be good. So there's a storm coming
0: anyway. <laughs> I don't think it's the sto- I don't think it's called Storm Gaza. I think it's called Storm. It, uh, it begins with B. I know that uh, Barra, it really Barra. I
2: think. Me because um, you know, I was doing a darkroom workshop for Rachel in mm-hmm. Liverpool. Not last weekend, the weekend before, and I couldn't get home actually after the the dark room workshop because I, um, all the trains to North Wales had been cancelled because of storm. So I had to last minute book myself into a hotel in 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 Liverpool.
0: Yeah, a storm. Did you when. have a fine old party time then on a Saturday yeah, night in Liverpool? Was actually, there
2: wasn't that many available, I think, because the football was on. But yeah, so right. I had a uh, yeah a night I had been out on a Saturday night
0: in Liverpool for way too long Uh, Mm. possibly even like when I was a student Mm. or just after I was a student or something like that was possibly the last time I went out in Liverpool of of a night Mm. Um, Well, I was
2: in I was on an indoor night, I don't know what you'd call it. I was, I didn't go out, I basically stayed in my hotel and was just in there. It was a nice hotel on the dock. And I, I don't think like there's a very specific bar, name for that. In and I was in. You were in? Out and, in and out, if that makes sense. No not, no, not
0: really. No. But that's okay. I, I didn't
2: go out, I stayed in, but I was out, if you know what I mean.
1: Yes, in a very clear <laughs> way. I'll tell you what, Claire, why don't you, because you've just mentioned the fact that you were up in mm. Liverpool doing um, a darkroom workshop so tell us about that
2: yeah well that one the one i did was that was an introduction to the darkrooms. that was a day of um but this the that one i did was um you already you brought you would you would have already brought your negatives with you so then i was Showing you how to use an enlarger and I'd set up all the chemistry. So then it was printing, basically. Showing you how to use it in a darkroom, make a test strip, make a contact pr- uh, print. And then t- to work on a print, really, and sort of basically do some dodging and burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some filters. So that was that day. So that was, that was fun, you know, and setting up all the chemistry. And I forgot how much I like fixer.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> <to> <laughs> well, a sniff.
2: I really not everyone likes the smell of it, but it, you know, it, it smells when I when I was putting it, you know, um setting it up, I thought, God, I've forgotten. I actually really like fixer. It smells like pickled any monster munch, and I really like pickled any monster. <laughs> does <laughs> not oh my god. <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> yeah, so um yeah so um yeah, so it was nice, you know, and it's it's kind of therapeutic. So so that's what I was doing for it. So it was a day workshop
1: how did your student really get Really well,
2: really well. Actually, they had some really nice, um, they came. It was um, a young lad. He, I think he, it was a birthday present to him. He was, was doing his A-levels, but not photography. Um, but he had a keen interest. And he, so he'd never been in a dark room before, but he had quite a lot of knowledge because he'd like, watched a lot of YouTube videos as well and stuff. And he had really good negatives, actually. They were really... They're really dense, and mm. yeah, so he 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 made really nice print um one of his mum, his mum and his dad I think were in that one, and a really lovely one he made of his granddad, you know, so cool. yeah it was really he it was really a pleasure to have him in the in the dark room, so that was nice.
1: Do you think it would have inspired him to get out and get his own darkroom set up at home?
2: Yeah, I was encouraging him. I said, "Oh, you know, you should uh, get your own darkroom if you can." But he was—he was—he uh, was aware of, um, you know, the intrepid, mm-hmm. the um, kind of portable and larger stroke darkroom that oh, we yeah. saw at the photography show. Um, so he was aware of that. And I don't think he had his eye on that. And I was telling him about the pinster as well. Yeah,
0: that's a good one, definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
2: yeah. So yeah. So that was fun and then I'm supposed to be doing another one this weekend which is a two-day one um, which is a kind of this one is the first half is shooting going out and using a camera and doing shooting a roll of film then it's pro then it's developing the roll of film <laughs> um, and um, then it's you know basically the same you know um, yeah yeah but... so we'll see
1: quite good fun quite good fun although mm. again this is in liverpool so it's in
2: liverpool again so i'm like well, another storm is coming so if I, <laughs> if it goes i was because i was saying weren't we before you know the covid situation is on the rise again so i don't know i'll email them tomorrow but if it goes ahead um maybe i'll be stuck again. well as long as i can get home on the sunday <laughs> so so that's so that's what i should be doing this weekend yeah
1: that's good clay. You're, you're... The
2: more more fixer for me.
1: More fixer <laughs> for you. Spreading <laughs> spreading the gospel of um film and darkroom work. That's great. It's it's I think getting hands on <laughs> with these things is just it is the best way to experience because you can you can watch YouTube videos all yeah. the livelong day but hundreds of hours of youtube videos don't match up to one hour spent with somebody actually in there doing it it's
0: just... i agree and getting it wrong
2: because
0: yeah. you you you, yeah. learn, you learn so much more from getting it wrong than you do from getting
2: it right so i agree i agree and and for me and that's how i i learn that's how i favor that hands-on learning and i think you learn the best by doing and then exactly that i think when things don't go right you're like oh what's happened here and why hasn't this gone out and then you kind of have to really think and yeah so we'll see see what happens but yeah
1: yeah well fingers crossed i, I don't know it's so difficult to fingers crossed it all goes ahead fingers crossed if it does go ahead it goes ahead yeah. in a lovely safe
0: way um mm. because yeah it's beginning it's to look a lot like. It's difficult with the number of caveats Christmas. you have to put on things these days, isn't
1: it? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who'd have thought that this Christmas was going to end up looking so much like last Christmas did? At this point, we're all going. Oh no! Uh, all right, all
0: right. That's mm. enough of that talk now. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, so, uh, I, I, well, well done for keeping out, uh, keeping being out there, Claire, and keeping going and stuff like that. Yeah. i I've, I've done not so much myself recently, although I have got actually going on a photo walk. Uh, Not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday, which is going to be nice. Meet up with people, say hi, Merry Christmas and all that sort of stuff. Have a Mm. drink or...
1: Mm. three
0: um it depends on if the we- if the weather's nice maybe we'll take some photos if the weather's less nice mm. maybe we'll just take photos through the pub window or something like that mm. i don't know but we'll <laughs> yeah, so i'm looking forward looking forward to that anybody fancies uh, joining a photo walk in in london on saturday the 18th of december uh it's on photowalk.me um mm. the, the, the specific photo walk website built and run by our friend martin smith Mm. So uh, it's actually and it's actually him that's uh, that's uh, uh, I don't know if hosting is quite the word or, or organizing organizing let's say this photo walk. So it'd be good to yeah. see a few people out there for those yeah. that are going to go. Yeah, that
2: would be. Cool, Can then. I give a shout out as well? Because of course I also met up with Brian. Do you remember Brian, our friend Brian?
1: Brian Griffin. We should make it clear: not just some other random Brian. This is Brian. Yeah, Brian.
2: <laughs> So I met him, and um, you know he's he's doing well, and um, so he's got like part two of his exhibition actually in North Wales in the um, the I forgot the name of the gallery. It's in (laughs) Colwyn Bay. The uh, the the uh, Eye Gallery is it it the Eye Gallery? It's in Colwyn Bay anyway. Mm so that's coming in January, but he's actually got um, he's got another book launched. So if you haven't had a copy of that Black Country Dada, which we've all got, it's a great book. I know that he's doing a book signing on the 16th in London, age. In okay. and I'll give a shout out to the place. It's the photo. If you, if you don't know it, um, it's the photo book cafe. Have you heard of that? It's in Shoreditch. Uh, it's really uh, nice. I'm not. But, sure. I'm you know, not sure right, that I have. Okay. Do you know Rapid Eye? It's like a, a lab lab there. Well, they've got like, it's like a photo book cafe. So the concept is okay. you go in there and it's got, it's like a little cafe. It's got tables. It's really nice. And you can have a cup of tea or you can have, I mean, if you want a beer, you can have a beer, but they've got like all sorts of tea and uh,
1: I'm glad you're explaining what the cafe part of it is for us Claire because that really wasn't the bit that yeah. I was struggling with. So <laughs>
2: really anyway, but they've got books so it's, it's a bit like a library so the the concept is they've they've got a lot of photo books there that have been donated from photographers and and some you know some some well-known ones and some of them are rare and they've only got one of each um one of each book so it's a bit like a, a library I suppose like a, a university library or something but rather than being in a library you can go for an an unlimited excuse me amount of time and sit with a you know cup of tea and and go through the books and they do a lot of um, zines as well they work with people and they're interested in people who've got interesting projects um and might do zines you know it's a good good resource so if you're in the london area it's the photo book cafe and it's in shoreditch it's nice i
0: I do i do like places that that you can you can I know it's a like um, a modern trend, or maybe not quite so modern anymore. To have like cafes everywhere, like in bookshops yeah. and stuff like that. But I kind of like it because you get it gives you you don't have to feel like you're just a customer and you're you know, browsing through the books, making them dirty mm. or anything with your you know and stuff like that. Yes. It's more more you can actually be there and treat it. You can stay for a while and you
2: can relax and stuff. I like think that, it's thing. exactly that. Yeah, and so yeah. and anyway, Bri- so Brian's doing a book signing. Cool. Um, on The sixteenth from there, so that should be good as well. If you're in the, if you're in London, isn't it?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, sadly, I'm not going to be in London that day. Um, but uh, which is a shame. Um, mm. but, uh, it's uh, and and if uh, it'd be nice to be able to 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 do something like that. I t- mm. t- t- I'm trying to think if I've ever been to a book signing. I know I have some signed books, but well, yeah, only like a two or three. But I think they were gifts rather than me going to a book signing. Don't know. Either of you two ever been to a book signing?
1: I went to a talk followed by a book signing by Terry Pratchett many, many years ago. Nice. Yeah. So that's a pretty yeah, good Yeah,
0: that's pretty good creds, so I'll give you that one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does he did he really wear that like wide brimmed hat in real life or was that just yeah. for publicity photos?
1: No, no, he very much did wear that hat in real life. Yep. That was his hat. He was a fan of it. So yeah, that was good. <laughs> I think that was the only I think Did you dead any one. photos. It was long, long time mm. before that. I was God, yeah. I think I was in my twenties, going back a good long time now. I mean, Ooh, how long it's... has how long has he been dead for? He's been dead quite a few years now. Um, isn't
2: it now?
0: I want to say two or three years, but it's, it could be one of those things where I could be wrong by, by uh, like <laughs> five years either side. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while anyway. So, so yeah. That's a good one to have for my only one. but yeah sadly no pictures I think at the time it's so long ago that even things like mobile phone pictures weren't a thing at weren't that time really
0: a thing at that point I know it's crazy isn't it I have I've got some I got some fo- phone pictures from like before iPhones like early 2000s when Sony, Sony used to make some good cameras on their mm. phones uh before you know as smartphones became a thing mm. um uh, and uh I got some photos then. You know, you, we always used to think it was great—the uh, quality of the photos. Of course, you look at them now, nah, and nah, they're like <laughs> crap. But it, <was> like, <laughs> it was fun at the time. Yeah. State of the art.
1: It's <laughs> funny, isn't it, how that—that, that, like I said, this would have probably been late '90s, mm-hmm. so before mobile phones were really a mm-hmm. big thing. for stop. And yeah. you, you look at how that has changed everything, but especially the way f- photographs feature in our lives. Um because we've all always got a camera with us now. Mm. Um, it's
0: it is crazy, yeah. Yeah.
1: To kind of go back to that time and then think, Oh yeah, no we just didn't have a camera because why well, you know, you didn't think to take a camera with you everywhere you went. It's um in the days yeah.
0: when you could buy an Olympus Mew new for about a quid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good old days. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I'm sure my mum had one of those that my dad bought her years and years ago, like in the whenever they were a thing in the 90s, early mm-hmm. 90s. Yeah,
1: something. no, late
0: ni- late 90s they were. Yeah, late 90s was it? Uh, before I was really had a huge interest in photography. Mm. But there you go. I think I had a, a point and shoot APS-C camera
1: oh yeah no good. i bought
0: it i bought it on a holiday once know, somewhere somewhere a uh, mm. uh, way away right uh, and uh, yeah decided i wanted to do camera and of course i just did, i didn't know anything about photography so i just went wow this camera can shoot three different formats of photography wow that's brilliant it can shoot a panorama it can shoot a normal one and it could shoot or was it two I forget. I thought no, it's could three. Do...
1: You got three different aspect it's ratios with it. Three. We yeah.
0: was one a square then.
1: I don't know. Probably.
0: <laughs> we need an APSC. Uh, no, APSC. APS. Sorry, isn't it? No. Hang on. APSC is the digital sensor, isn't it? Mm-hmm. APS is the film. Sorry, oh, sure. it was yeah. based mm. on. My mistake. See, it's such a long time ago, I have even forgot what the damn thing is called.
2: I had a pointed shoot as well. I bought it in Boots Hollyhead. And I loved it. And I actually, I've been craving a point of sh- I've been, excuse me. I've been craving a point and shoot at the moment.
1: So, you do know? you guys still have your first cameras? Uh, you won't aid. You'll have smashed yours into oblivion the moment you turned your back on it. Just that I fight not to have clutter. But I've still know.
2: got that point shoot, and I had another camera, a one ten camera, That's mm-hmm. well, a pink one. I don't know. I-
0: Oh, uh, awesome! I
2: Got it given to me, but I don't think I've got that unless it's hidden away
0: somewhere. I, th- I think my very first camera, as as a child, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I was given a. I want to say a Hanimex mm-hmm. one ten mm-hmm. That's camera. Unbelievable! Yeah, and I I remember being really thrilled, right, mm-hmm. to have this camera and taking photos because i didn't know anything about exposure right nobody had said to me well it won't work in Yeah, you know if I, I, I think yeah. i got it like as a christmas present or something i remember yeah. that the photos i took with it were really dark because i think i'd been using it indoors mm-hmm. at christmas time yeah when there's hardly any light around um and i remember getting the photos back and and there were a couple that with i quite screen. liked the composition but but they the the you know the grain was the size of golf balls, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you used to get the, when, if you got your them back from the lab, did you used to get those little stickers on them that used to say things?
1: Like, You've cooked this right up.
2: Or, or camera shake or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: Idiot stamps. Yeah.
0: I love it. Uh... I I don't recall having that camera for very long, or not, or or maybe I just had it for a while but didn't take many rolls of it. I kind of remember being put off a bit by it because mm. I I because the 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 quality, the technical quality mm. of the imagery. Uh, the of uh, the mm. photos uh, it was, was not great
1: how, how old were uh, you at this time mate? that you were concerned about the technical quality of your imagery well no
0: no I, well, so <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about it in those terms of course but yeah it was just like you know, these yeah i would have probably said in a sort of 13 year old you know mm. strop oh they've come out a bit crap mm. haven't they uh, yeah and, and well that wasn't yeah that didn't work very well did it <laughs> whatever <laughs> move mm. on Mm. Um, and it was, yeah uh, And then, uh, yeah I, say, I had a, an APS point and shoot camera When I must have been about Early 20s, in my early 20s So mm. like, me, No, I think, tell you when I had it I think I, I can remember where I worked When I had it Because I took it on a work trip So that would have been about like 1998 uh, 99 maybe and then just after that because I, I lost it somewhere and i to, the, to this day i have no idea what happened to that camera and then just as i lost it it was when the first digital cameras came out and i had a and and you remember when like digital they were all in sort of strange form factors as nobody had worked out quite yet what a digital camera was supposed to look like so i had this fuji digital camera again like a point and shoot and um it had it advertised as something like four megapixels, but like like at least one and a half of those megapixels were like sort of spoof oversampled, you know, or you know, digitally generated. Um, and I remember having one of those for a while. Uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but then I had no idea what happened to that either, to be honest. So no, I don't have my first camera, or I have or uh, or my second camera, which I know I lost, or my third camera, which I have no idea what happened to it. <laughs> My fourth camera was the one that really got me into photography, and that was a Mm. a DSLR. I don't know what happened to that. I sold it to Grace because it was a Nikon, and I went in and I part-exchanged it against probably a Nikon FE two, or or a lens or something like that. And I part-exchanged my first DSLR against a lens.
1: You've Mm. got none of your photographic history, eh? The only thing you have, yeah, I've
0: got the photographs. Damas, got the photographs.
1: Yeah, well, all right. All right, I guess so. And Claire, you were saying you have still got your first camera.
2: Yeah, and I've still got that point. I've still got that point and shoot. Yeah, and, and I, I've been craving a point point and shoot recently. I love that. I think there's something really nice about them, and it's the simplicity of them, isn't there? And you just.
0: I'm using a point and shoot all the time at the moment. Yeah, all the time. It happens to be a digital one, but I am using a point and shoot all the time. Mm. Uh, I'm not hardly using anything else. This oh, oh. this marvelous, like incredibly sophisticated, you know camera mm. that I have uh, that I'm I'm looking into right now, talking to you guys. Yeah. very rarely leaves my desk where it's yeah. used it's for hours every day. I mean, literally for hours oh. every day as, as a, a fancy webcam. But,
2: but you know, I had that reminds me back in about 2006 uh, I think 2006 or 2007 2007 I think it was I was given um someone gave me a point and shoot camera for my birthday actually um and it was a, dig- a small cheap you know digital one and I used that camera I had that camera with me all that I was like really using it to create all sorts of I was beginning you know setting scenes up in my house and even though I moved in that period on to back to film because some of the stuff I felt was cold I've said this before, the yeah. thing about for me the digital felt cold to me and you know but um i still i still I still got some good pictures with that and managed to create all these sets in my house and outside so it just reminds you from if you saw the the little, the little point and shoot digital camera I had, you wouldn't probably think you would be able to do that, but just goes to show sometimes it's just not necessary you can do a lot with yeah. sometimes um, the most basic of equipment. Sometimes, isn't it? If you think outside, I don't know. If you,
0: yeah, yeah. totally, mm. totally with you on that one. And uh,
2: um, all over the place tonight. So yeah, it's all right. we're just having a chat shoot. about
0: photography. Yeah. So that's a that's a the good thing, isn't it?
2: Isn't it a point good? Shoot. Yeah, and shoot cameras. Though I, I really rate them. You know. and and waterproof water you know disposable waterproof cameras. you should
0: talk to hamish he's got a whole website all about point and shoot cameras yeah it's a lot more than that these days obviously but originally the Mm. idea was it was about point and shoot cameras wasn't it
1: Mm. Mm.
0: yeah Yeah. there's still a whole bunch of stuff on there i don't know i mean yeah it's 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 getting trickier and tricky tricky and trickier to to to, well, to afford good point-and-shoot cameras, though, isn't it? So. Mm,
2: yeah. yeah, but I think... Uh, the Yashii, I think those Yashita t 4s have rocketed, haven't they? They're, like, crazy. Uh,
1: they, they've been high for a while. I think that's the thing, mm. though, is that there's there are a handful of um, premium, and I use that word... Only in terms of the price premium <laughs> point and shoot cameras um that are fetching quite a lot of money um as you mentioned mm-hmm. things like yesshika t fours and t threes yeah. um obviously the Olympus Mu, you already mentioned aid um there's a few nikons you know th- there's a there's a few of them around which go for good money you know especially if they um uh, a fixed um sort of fixed focus lens not fixed focus fixed yeah. uh, lens not a zoom. And if they've got a reasonably quick lens, then, um, then yeah, they are commanding quite a lot of money. But I don't think that the gulf between those and then all the rest of them is necessarily high enough to justify the money that you can sometimes spend. I mean, I'm lucky. I've got a few nice point-and-shoot cameras um, in various states of NACA. You know, my Olympus Mew... Um, has hit the deck and the battery is held in Does place. Does that live in
0: the passenger footwell in your van most oh, of the time?
1: Yeah, pretty much, yes, or just <laughs> in a random pocket or wherever it is. It's just like wherever I am, it's there. Um, I've got, I bought a uh, Yoshika T3 several years ago again. Um, that's great, but that has to be taped shut because the film back, the latch on the film back is broken. Um, so to use it, that has to be taped shut. I've got a Nikon uh, AF two, I think it is. Um, which is again a nice it's, it's a really mm. boxy eighties looking um Nikons. Great, really quiet. Cool. That was given to me as a, a Christmas present. Um but again that one's got problems. The when you open the back, it doesn't reset the film counter, so that then causes issues further on and um but that's the thing with all these things, they're they're all Fragile pieces of kit, and yeah. I, and I sort of I look at all of them and I think, oh, should I sell some of these because of the money that they're worth? No, um, you should. I, um, yeah, no, yes, that's kind of like...
0: Well, <laughs> if you're not going to use them, if you're not
2: going to use no. them, you
0: should absolutely let somebody else have a go. Well, yeah, but the thing I do well, use them. You could
2: them. Loan them. Hmm. You could loan them. I'd loan your she could <laughs> <laughs> i look after it well i your leica that's a point
0: in shooting it i like it i really
2: don't think you should sell um your camera this is only me because i feel like you know like you go through you go through waves don't you you mm. know and you think oh, I, I, I do yes I, I, I like like i'm saying oh I, I i'm craving a point and shoot but i'm not going to sell all my sx70 cameras because i know i'd regret it and then you'll think why did i sell that and some of them are rare like you say and you'll want them back so do, please don't sell them graham no
0: I, and the thing is I, you I, use yours though claire That that's
2: so yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. so there's, there's, a,
0: there's like the three of us are here right like different different views because i don't play cameras mm. i sell i i mm. sell mm. cameras right and move on and so i'm you know i'm mm. but i'm only playing right for, for me mm. photography is play right so mm. i don't have uh you know, I I don't have a, an international reputation yes. as an artist using polaroid film right um yes. uh, and so, uh, and nobody looks to me to produce serious work um I like I I can play I can you know do whatever I want and that's a luxury and it's yes. a luxury I like um yes. so I choose not to collect cameras I choose to play around with photography mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, a lot of my ideas don't go anywhere, and I'm good with that. Um, you know, sometimes people say, why don't you show us much of your photography? I'm like, yeah, well, all of it goes anywhere good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just like... Don't you, get, don't you get attached? See, I get attached to mine, and I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm a loyal person, so I, I'm i am loyal to my cameras, so uh, I,
1: I What you're saying is that aid is quite a disloyal
0: person. <laughs> I yeah. Well... Took so it, to stuff, Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because I mean, I over the years I've had tons of cameras, and over the years, like, yeah, an- another thing I've been into over the years yeah. is cars, and I've had tons of cars. But I don't. Yeah, when they go, I don't miss them. Mm-hmm. So the 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 thing with um, one of the things that happened to me the other day though, I uh, you know, sort of flicking you know, on my phone, you know, when the phone pops up, you know, old yeah. photos and says, "Remember this" and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, a photo came out and i looked at it and it gave me a real jolt and i i just i know exactly what lens oh. i took that photo mm. with and damn me if it wasn't the bronica 75mm um which is one of my favorite lenses i've ever had um even even better i think than my other key favorite lens which is my fuji 35mm 1.4 um, uh, that Bronica lens just did stuff. Um, it, you know, it it was amazing, and I uh, and I, I and I, I'm not going to wax lyrical about the beauty of it, but there was something about the way it renders, you know, um, uh, that really just jumps out at me, and that mm. I loved. But, but I, that? it, that's okay, though, right? Because I can move on and do different things. I'm glad no. that I had the opportunity mm. to use it, and I no, you got the on
1: T70, do yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, know.
0: I've got a T70. Yeah, yeah I've got much the still, same. I still own about ten cameras. I mean, people are like, "Oh, you got rid of all your cameras?" I still own yeah. about ten cameras. So,
1: do you do you own ten cameras? Go on, then list your ten cameras.
0: Uh, well, let's do the film cameras first, okay. shall we? Uh, so, I have two Holgers, okay, uh, an Instax, a uh, Reality so subtle six by twelve. Because you Think forgot old. to sell that one. <laughs> no, because I lo- I couldn't find it, but then I did find it. Uh, 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 oh, let's not forget my newest camera, Your my T7. Canon T, my Canon T seventy. Yeah. So that's five film cameras. I'm sure there's more than one. I'm sure I've got more film cameras than that. I
1: don't think we'll you come have... back to,
0: we'll come back to, we'll come back to the the film cameras in a minute because I'm mm. sure there's one more that I've forgotten about that's looking yeah. away there somewhere. And on the digital side, I have my beloved Olympus Tough camera, uh, my Fuji XT three. Uh what else do I have?
1: We're up to seven so far. Oh, to be yeah, fair, you I'm have also seven, got a Polaroid. Seven. You have still got your Polaroid. Oh yeah, see, yeah. see,
0: I've got so many film cameras I've forgotten <laughs> about uh, them uh, oh uh, That's right, the Polaroid that you gave me as a present. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Polaroid it's, button, was it? Was it the Polaroid button? It's the
0: Polaroid whale. It's like the big blue roundy yeah, one that if you put googly eyes on it, it would basically look like a cartoon <laughs> whale. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Uh so that's eight. What am I missing? I'm sure there's others in the collection. I think that's
1: somewhere. it. I can't think of any more that you I know. I've
0: got a couple of others. So so there's a couple that you might not know about that. So there's um there's a really old digital point and shoot, a really tiny one from about dates back to about two thousand and eight when I got my first DSLR. Um Emma got a camera as well. She got a tiny little point and shoot. So but there's no reason you would know about that one, but it's still there in the drawer. Still works, even as a thirteen year old, you know, cheapy point and shoot. Um I can't remember. There's got to be at least one other there somewhere to make 10. It'll be some sort of cheap Chinese action cam. I'm sure I've got one yeah. of them that somebody gave me to, to muck around with action mm. cam video mm. and stuff like that. So there's the, mm. the stuff there. Yeah, I've got 10 cameras. Probably only barely, probably only just about 10 cameras. But how many of you got, Graham? Um I mean Yeah that's it's the lordy lordy.
1: <laughs> That's the shelf directly behind me. Um I've got a lot.
0: I, all I'm th- seeing is all those dangling camera straps are an absolute health and safety nightmare. If you were to if you were to be visited by the health and safety police, yeah. <laughs> you would be that'd be the last we ever saw of you.
1: I, I would say though, that <laughs> this year and last year, um I have re- there have more have gone out than have come in. Definitely. I've picked up a couple of cameras this year, I think but a lot more have gone out i've sold quite a lot and i've given Mm. away a few as well um because i have been doing i have been doing that thing of sort of going through and looking at them seriously and going okay do i think i will ever want to use this is there a reason why this yeah and with someone who's gone no i'm never <laughs> i'm never gonna want to use this um not because there's anything wrong with them like i i sold on eBay recently um a pentax m x and it's it was a lovely camera a fully manual um thirty five mm s l. r yeah. it was great you know same sort of size as the olympus o m one um really good camera but I don't need it because I have, as you guys can see, quite a lot of other SLRs already. Yeah. And this was like, no, I don't want, I don't, I'm not invested in this system of lenses. I don't want this. Um, A, a Canon AV1 in really nice condition with a couple of lenses.
2: With um, that, Graham, I'd have had that.
0: Oh well so- sorry, Claire I mean What's
2: yet, a I just... Canon
0: AV... What's a Canon A V one? He says as he cracks open his second adventure. It's of
2: the
1: day. it's a it's a thirty five mm SLR. It's it's an aperture priority thirty five mm SLR. It's a perfectly okay. nice camera. Um I, I end up giving that one away because um our friend Chris Mina out in the States got in touch and said, oh, a friend of mine has just landed in the UK, her camera's broken. Do you know anybody who's got one they might be willing to part with? And I went yeah, I was going to sell this. Nope, it. nope, yeah I nope, am nope. um, <laughs> So I am, I am gradually... Because, again, that was one of those cameras that I had been planning to sell it for ages. I thought, well, no, mm-hmm. no. I want to run a roll of film through it first. And um, I've developed that roll of film that I shot through it. And that camera had been sat in my van probably all of this year. There was nothing wrong with it. I just... You know, some cameras you think it just wasn't speaking to me. Um, I sold... I did finally get around to selling my Intrepid camera because I'm just never going to use that. So I I, I have narrowed down. Obviously, yes, I do still have a lot. They do sort of broadly fall into two categories. So the ones you you can't quite see, but the ones over there on the bookshelf, those are, I guess, more my kind of collectible ones in the sense that they're ones that are older, don't work. <laughs> Actually, most of them do work. I've oh, okay, sorry. But um, that they're ones I'm less. I you know they're cheap and cheerful ones that I collect because I like the way they look more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, then I do still have quite a lot of others. So but
0: we're, we're we're getting dangerously close to what we thought the show theme might be today, which is <laughs> nice. It's it, so, like mm. so. It's just for the record, listeners. Uh, I don't know how far we are into this show, Graham. Since we hit <laughs> record, knew they <laughs> <laughs> for, for the, nearly time to go home for the for the record uh we were going to talk about what motivates us to, to shoot very close it, close, closing in on the topic a little mm. bit like i said for me for me it's play it's creative it's a little bit of downtime it's just just you know yeah you know, i feel a compulsion but it is just mm. play what about you graham what's the difference between your camera collection and your your photography mania
1: I've been thinking because we we planned to record last week and then stuff happened so we didn't, um, and so I've been thinking about this since then. And I always want to be taking pictures. Pretty much, like I, if I've if an opportunity, time wise or going somewhere presents itself, I always want to take pictures. There's always mm-hmm. a drive to take pictures, but. That isn't the same as being inspired to take pictures, um, because whilst I 'll have the camera there and uh, and I 'll have this desperate urge to create something, the inspiration is often the thing that's lacking um i you know I, I I've been out a couple of times in the last few weeks to take pictures specifically, so the first time was about three weeks ago. Um, you guys know this, the listeners won't I drove into central London which was a big deal for me, I've never driven into London before Mm -hmm. Uh, it was slightly terrifying I was doing it to help out a client and I drove into the very centre of London (laughs) and parked my car outside the Lord Mayor's mansion, which is pretty good I'm assuming that I'll always be able to park there when I go and I thought, okay I'm going to have an hour and a half or so whilst I'm waiting for them to come out of the Lord Mayor's mansion um, i'm obviously going to go and take some pictures because that thing i just want to go and take some pictures so i had my nikon f3 and off i went um unfortunately is i've had this happen a few times this year um i was clicking away i took one shot i thought oh that shot's going to be great which is always the the death knell for something
0: It's the telltale sign it's telltale <laughs>
1: sign that something's buggered up <laughs> somewhere and sure enough um it turns out that i hadn't the film had not connected on properly onto the windex I'd been testing it by kind of turning back the film winder to see if there was tension there, which there was. But what I hadn't been doing was checking to see if it spun round when I wound it on, which it wasn't. Anyway, long story short, no pictures taken on that roll of film. So that, that was pretty that, that's gutting.
0: okay though, you enjoyed the experience, I'm sure. Uh mm,
1: yeah sure um and anyway so then I quickly threw in another roll of film but by that time the light was going fast and you know in London because there's great tall buildings everywhere that happened very quickly especially
0: in that part of London as well yeah
1: yeah so then I went out again last um I can't remember last Thursday I think it was and I thought I'm gonna go I'm just gonna go for a walk I need to do something to take my mind off stuff um and I went out again with the Nikon F3 and. Uh, actually this is one of those things if listeners have any experience with this those can get in touch and help I had mounted to the front of it a 17 millimeter Vivitar lens um, that I got given uh, back in the summer by a client um, and it's a really wide angle lens I'm going to go and take some pictures with this so I was wandering around and for reasons that I do not understand the camera was just being a nightmare so I'd take a picture and I'd wind on and wind on, and wind on, and it, sometimes it would be two, sometimes it would be three times I would wind on before it would let me fire the shutter. So I'm chewing through this roll of film at an absolute galloping rate of knots. And I'm thinking, is this is this something that I've done on the camera? Because there's quite a few things you can, you know, knobs to twiddle with and levers to move around on the F3. I've like, oh, just done something really stupid that I can't think of. Anyway, when I finally got home, I changed the lens and put on... Um, Just my uh, 50mm 1.4 lens on it. And it works fine. Winds on once, fire. Winds on again, fire. But for some reason, with this Vivitar 17mm lens, which is an AIS mount lens, so it should be fine. It's got
0: the ears. If it's the AIS, it's got the ears. It's got the the ears. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: Um, But for some reason, at minimum, it needs to be wound on twice before it'll collect, cock the shutter. I have no idea what's going on with that. Um, actually, that reminds me we talked about my 50mm lens. i going to very quickly give a quick shout out to um, Lyndon at Londonian Cameras because he has recently, he serviced for me the 50mm lens. He did a lovely job on that. He has serviced for me my OM1, put new light seals in mm-hmm. that, and put a diode in so that the light meter now reads accurate. Uh, he also serviced... Um, a lovely old Konica rangefinder that I got given by a client which was really nice but the the view the focusing was really stiff on it he did that for me as well and there was something else oh and he put new light seals in my uh Canon QL17 um rangefinder wow. which I've had for I think 6 7 years and never shot cuz mm-hmm. the seals were getting so um so I've spent more I'm feeling very proud that I've spent more money this year on looking after the gear that I have yeah. than I have on buying new gear. <laughs> That's very commendable. Thanks. Yeah. Um sorry Aid, you were gonna say about the um lens my wind on issue.
0: Oh, I was just trying no I'm just trying to figure it out because I mean the the, the you yeah, and I and I'm not an expert of course but on the on the, the technical side of it, but the the AIS lenses, yeah for those that don't know, the reason I asked does it have the ears is that these were a class of lenses that uh, sort of um uh there's sort of different generations in the way that you could do automatic exposure between the camera bodies and the lenses that existed at the time and the, the the ears were a little sort of mechanical workaround that you could have on the AIS lenses to make them work in a, in an automated exposure kind of mm-hmm. fashion um i can't think of a reason though why that would impact the winding mechanism
1: it's baffling
0: isn't it it it, it sounds like it's sort of you know uh uh, some kind of you know coincidence perhaps that there was something else um but i can't i think i can't think because there's there shouldn't there's no need for there to be any connection between the winding mechanisms and the and the lens no
1: what what i'm wondering is whether there's something so this lens when i got it was mounted to a nikon fg20 which i now have this like I said, my client gave it to me it's very kind and um and that's what she'd always used it on and i wonder whether there's something about this vivitar that is interfering in some very slight way with the mirror return whether it's just sticking out a little bit into the uh, box, and it's just catching—not enough to fully stop it, but enough to hold it up a bit, so that it's taking a few—I don't know. That's the only so thing. As if,
0: I can so as, of. as if there was a mirror, if yeah, you know, and so the, the if the camera is not registered, the mirror is fully back down, yeah. So we're treating it as if it was in mirror lockup mode, if there was such a thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Was so, yeah, you know, it? Yeah. So it just... could be
0: something in the flange of the lens, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, just...
0: I, 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 that, that sounds almost believable.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> but, it, I it, but
0: yeah, I, I can't think of any other reason though. No, I mean, I, I mean, of course the FG20 and the F3 are entirely different beasts on yeah. I mean, opposite ends of the product range, aren't they? I mean, the FG20 yeah. would yeah, great little camera that is, was very much an entry level camera as the F3 was the, the big beastie of its day. Mm. So, hmm curious
1: It's a puzzler. Now that's another roll of mm-hmm. film toasted at the hands of my poor F three. Try and do some
0: know. more. Try to do some more experiments without film in the camera. Let's like see see if you can. See yeah. If you can actually pin down the cause and effect of it.
1: Yeah. Well, it certainly seems to be this lens that's causing the issues. Um, I've now put the. Actually, I haven't put the um, wide angle lens back on the fg20 yet but i'm going to, to just check that it does behave because i've got film in the fg20 at the moment because i've been out shooting both um but yeah that was that was frustrating because like i said that was two times when i went out specifically to take pictures mm. and just got stymied by things mm. going wrong which were mm. either beyond my control or my fault and i'm an idiot but um but kind of getting back to that thing of what inspires you i I do feel this um, constant drive, this desire to do something creative, but it's all drive but no direction, and so yeah,
0: with you on that one. (laughs) So like,
1: so uh, you know, I'll be like, I want to get in the dark room, or I want to do, I want to do something, um, because I want to. The need to do something creative is very strong, Mm -hmm. but then you go, okay, well, what are you actually going to do? What what? what does this look like and uh, yeah it, it's the inspiration side of thing that I really struggle with so I make poor use of the time because I like whereas Claire you know you you seem to have way more inspiration than you have yeah. time to do the things that you're inspired to do which is definitely the better way around yeah. Of being.
2: yeah I always I always have yeah well Covid did impact me a bit because I usually have, always have ideas that just come to me and I've always got inspiration. Like I went to the cinema actually last week um, locally. They had a really good film on, 1971, Um, The Last Picture Show. Have you seen it? Either have you seen it? No. Um, it's black and white by uh, Peter Bogdanovich. Really, really good film. Sybil Shepherd when she's young. And anyway, yeah, I,
0: know, I know, I know of it. I, yeah. I, I, I want to I say I have seen it, but I can't remember anything about it. But so about maybe, life maybe in this, cycle.
2: all it. it's sort of like it, it's classic. It, it, well, I, the blurb would say it was like a coming of age sort of film set in a Texas town, but it's more than that. And it's, I think it's a really. And yeah, I, I like the themes, and I think it was a really sensitive film. And it was, you know, and again, the cinematography is really nice. So things like that always inspire me. And I felt when I was watching, it actually, I felt really nostalgic. But anyway, I digress. But I always get, I always get ideas, and they come and they build on them. But yeah, the. The only time I struggled slightly was in COVID did impact that, but then I think COVID just impacted everybody because you couldn't, you know, couldn't yeah. go anywhere. But like when I was in Paris recently, wasn't I for the Paris photo off? I'd um, if I go away, and you know, I love my I love hotels. I tend to work find out what look where I'm going, and then I see what's around, and I try and pick interiors that i think i can do something with but i was actually quite um disappointed this time because my room was actually tiny you literally um you know i i literally couldn't literally couldn't open my case properly oh wow, but it was really small.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. And, that is tiny uh,
2: yeah yeah and she's got
0: a really big case has got yeah. all of your props and well, costumes I in it <laughs>
2: bring, yeah i do it's I full of bring, wigs i did bring a little case but i do i am terrible um, I do tend to think right. I'm going away. Right. I'll put this tripod in, and I'm going to put this light in. And I'm going to. <laughs> I do try to travel compact, but anyway. But what happened was, um, a I was ill, actually ill when I was there, so that was one day off. But then I, I felt there was so much going on that I was actually short on time, and then I found myself like rushing, and I realise that I don't like don't like rushing. Um, okay. I think because I think that can that then has an impact on the. The outcome, I think, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of your a lot of the things that the the work that you do is it starts with the concept, doesn't it? Yeah. Not not conceptual in the sense that it's like surreal or or anything like that, but you have a concept and you work towards the concept, yeah, realizing the concept. Don't
2: you? I've usually planned it. Yeah, I've usually thought it out, planned it out, and then I know what I'm going to do. But but at the same time, I can go somewhere and I can be like I could be I don't know. In a in a place or a room or something and I can start thinking god that's that would be re-. I can I can just start seeing how that space could be and what I could do there so sometimes I'm away and I've, I've got stuff with me I'll improvise or I'll go out when I'm somewhere and think okay I that that's too good to lose so I but I need this I need that and I'll go and see if I can if I'm away get what yeah. I need. I
0: I, I struggle yeah. to work the concept through to completion I tend to sort of mm-hmm. like yeah you know, it, it's it, it, I mean, occasionally, occasionally, mm, but, yeah. you know, it, it often they just take random detours.
2: <laughs> yeah. But films like that, you know, The Last Picture Show, they, things like that inspire me. Music's a massive one for me as well. Um, I don't know if either of you get inspired by by, by different types of music. I, I,
0: I do, but I, not to make photographs. So that's an interesting... I Cro- that's, that' that for me song. would be a crossover for me between yeah,
2: music sometimes and a certain so- a song will set a whole kind of almost like a little film in my head and I think so that up, I get I so
0: you know it's think, you know uh mm. and often for me it's it's where the music is from mm. which because you know, and it's not always the case obviously but you know, i I've found many times over over years that you know you can you, you can you can the, the music reflects the environment that it was it was written in
2: yes um,
0: you know so, so George, a song i used to play even donkeys years ago back. there's a song by james addiction called idiot's rule which mm. is is it's got it's full of trumpets i think flea played the trumpet on idiot's rule actually but the um uh the 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 song like feels like a summer's day in Los Angeles, where you yeah. get up and you go to the beach and That's and stuff it. like yeah. that. And then if you dr- if you happen to drive round Bristol at night, <laughs> listening to Tricky, or um, Portishead, or any of that Bristol trip hop type stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, that is amazing. Or South London listening to hauntological music like from people like Berry, or, or driving around South mm-hmm. London at night, or anywhere in London at night actually mm. cuz yeah. I know people who live in London make a distinction, but when you're driving around it at night it's much of a much just to be honest. Um yeah, and I, I always find there's a, yeah, there can be a strong link between where music is made and and where you experience and 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 what it sounds like. And if you go to the place that the music is made
1: Mm. you go
0: suddenly you get a new level of appreciation for that it's like, oh yeah of course mm. right this sounds like it does because they they lived in Bristol and it they made their music late at night and now mm. I'm in Bristol and it's late at night and it mm. just makes so much sense mm. um uh, it's uh, mm. uh Brighton is another one brighton mm. Brighton's another place if you think of the bands that came out of Brighton in the you know in the 90s yeah, the the um uh, and even, you know, uh, to an extent, um, you know, the Fat Boy Slim stuff and the things that mm. like, you know, some of that stuff that made like Brighton music seem really, really you know, mainstream and famous. Mm. Some of that was, definitely sounds like Brighton.
2: And and other music um, makes you feel like you're in it. Like I love Boards of Canada and I've mentioned them before and I always listen to them at night, I tend to listen to them when I'm scanning and stuff like that or if I'm just lying in bed, like it's stormy now outside. So after this, I'll probably put on Boards of Canada because it's proper late night storm music. And cool. but that music, and it's kind of like to me, it could be that is like proper like I don't know, it's like space age music or something. It's like space, but it makes me. It really it does something to my imagination. So uh, a Boards mm. of Canada, I have a lot to thank because they they uh, hit my kind of inspirational buttons in my brain, mm. if you like
0: yeah yeah.
2: Um, anyway we digress but yeah music in a good way it's a
0: good digression this conversation is yeah. what inspires you to take photos right? yeah. music but inspires I, I really, you to take photos right?
2: really i know that i'm craving i'll have to be patient <laughs> so, um i need to i i i know that i'm i can make my better work in in a in a, in a sunny environment you know and that's
1: that's one of the things like this idea of wanting to make better work and being patient so I so every now and again, I will have I'll have a thought. Oh, here's an idea for something that I would like yeah. to do, and then the struggle is: well, okay, is this a work idea? Do I can I think of a location where this can work? If I can think of a location, can I think of anywhere getting there to do this? Mm. Do frequently the things I want to do might involve somebody else. Well, okay, I, I'm already struggling because um, I don't know anybody else to do stuff with. So, so there's this gap between when I do have an idea. And then yeah. being able to achieve it, and so because, as I've said before, I just I still want to be taking pictures because there yeah. it is like um there is a uh, a hit so from yeah. s- sorry Claire.
2: Yeah. Like like what you said, uh, you you've got a compulsion. I feel that like compulsion yeah. to create. Yeah.
1: But but so that what that then leads is that so I'm going out and taking pictures because taking pictures is fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy the experience I yeah. I enjoy using the cameras, I enjoy the whole thing. There's a you know, there's a real feedback loop of enjoyment from it. I enjoy being out and being in that mindset. Um but the work isn't Thought out. So, if you're lucky, you go to somewhere that is subject rich, and you can potentially make the most of that and get some good pictures. But frequently, mm-hmm. uh, th- like that's a real rarity. I going to London was a real rarity, uh, having yeah. that opportunity, and then I whiffed it because I failed to load the film properly. So, I end up with a lot of pictures that I've taken because I want to be taking pictures, and what where that's ended up with. Is a body of work. And I don't say this in a um self-negating way. It's just it's a good word to describe it. And I would say also it's it's a good word that describes most of like my creative output in general. So like I said, this is not me seeking people going, no, 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 but my work on average is at best average too mediocre and Special that's fine work, yeah. yeah It's but you know but but that's the thing is you know i am creating a lot of mediocre images i, I
0: have mostly
1: mediocre images
0: uh yeah uh it's i, I think i feel at the moment because I, I i'm deliberately shooting in it with a digital point and shoot in the in what they call the art filter or something like that That. Mm. Broadly speaking, is supposed to approximate what you get by putting black and white, horribly grainy black and white film into a Holger. So in other words, it's supposed to look a bit shit. Mm. Um I I, but some of the, you know, it's it's really working well in my mind. It takes me back to a time when I used to work in London a lot, right? And used to wander around with a very early iPhone, like an iPhone 3G Mm. or something like that. And I've got photos I I shot on that phone stitched together in an app to make a panorama sent them off printed them big got them framed and put them on the wall in the house you know it's like Mm. there's a thread that comes through and sometimes I feel that that is that is my photographic style or 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 voice or that's the bit that that's the bit of my photography where I'm not trying to copy somebody else maybe maybe it's not a style maybe it's not defined right maybe it's maybe it'll emerge in another 10 years or so Mm. right to be something a bit more coherent um but it, it, it it does feel to me the bit that of the photography that is mostly about it is mostly me right and it's not me copying so it's not me thinking oh do you know what? i'd really like to take a shot that looks like that right it's just like okay this is the thing that i want to do with this right this you know, so it, it's all but it's all from me rather than something else so I, I i've talked myself into a rabbit hole i know i interrupted graham and i was going to say something that was relevant to what graham was saying um but was there any of that relevant, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> I think so.
1: I think so. I think it's... The, the, the point for me is that it's... Um, when you know that that's what your output is... But I know that my output is, generally speaking, mediocre. Um, and I would like... Because being creative is important to me. And I would like to not be making mediocre stuff, but... Um, it's really hard. turns out it's really really, really hard and um, yeah, and you can kind of, then you you end up looking at your body of work, just kind of going i mean and so I have thought recently I've picked up um my digital cameras uh and looked at them. oh boy, you should see what I've done through the lens of one of them. It's real good um, but I thought I could go because part of me thinks maybe I need to just do some more playing and mm. digital cameras are good for playing because there's no cost involved um you know mm. <laughs> since we last talked about photography there's been all sorts of hoof ha about kodak putting their prices up again you know that that is what it is and different people have different points of view on it the reality is shooting film is getting more expensive and whilst it is undoubtedly justified that it's getting more expensive and that this in price inflation and blah, blah 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 that's great it doesn't change the fact that it's going to make it harder mm. for some people to shoot as much as they would want to. So when well,
0: in, in, even if it doesn't, there's a, there's a whole huge percentage of people who are going to think twice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think once I've got through the colour film that I currently have in stock, which is not a yeah. lot, it's mostly out-of-date stuff, it will probably be quite rare that I buy colour film going forwards and I will probably mostly, if I need to shoot colour, I'll do it on digital because... Um, making prints from colour negatives is not ideal. It can be done, but it's not the ideal way. So, um, But anyway, so getting back to that, so I've been thinking, well, maybe I should just go out and play with the digital camera because I can enjoy taking pictures with the digital camera. But I know that I'll probably never bother to take them off the camera. They'll never make it onto my computer and I'll never see them because the reason that things happen with my film pictures it's because I enjoy taking the pictures and then when a roll of film's finished it's exciting because then I get to develop that roll of film and that's exciting and yeah. I get to look at them and so there's all of those steps which I look forward to whereas when it's shooting digital there isn't that I've seen them on the back and I'm like well okay fine um, so
0: yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a totally one. I think that you 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 actually saved me there because although I went off on a complete tangent, it, that was kind of the thing I was I was aiming for was that actually maybe if you consider that your or your photos are mediocre, um, that's okay, right? Because you're having fun mm. taking and making photographs. You're having fun with the mm. the other activities that go around photography, as you've just said, and actually. You might just need to do it for twenty years before you get half good, mm-hmm. and that's okay because because yeah. it's a hobby that you enjoy, and you'll enjoy the twenty years, right? Yeah. You know, for me, it's been 13, 13 years now since I first got the photography bug, uh, and I remember when it was because it was it was the year I got married, so I, I yeah mm. I have a lot of strong memories of what of, of things that happened that year in in, in a good way uh and uh yeah so so that's that's and it was early in that year because i had a lot of stuff going on that year um that i thought you know what i need to buy an i need to buy a camera i need to be able to take you know good good quality photographs in good quality in the sense that I've got a good camera, not that I actually knew how to use it, of course. (laughs) Um, And that's how I, and that's how I got the bug, right? That's how I got bitten by the photography bug. So I I can trace it back to that particular time. And I'm sure I've talked about this lots and lots and lots in the past, but that's 13 years for me. And the reason I was talking about my little digital point and shoot and what I'm doing right now with that crappy art filter is that it feels honest it feels a little bit like it was in a bit of territory that I got in early on, but when I was still doing wild experiments of all sorts of different type of photography early on in that thirteen years, didn't stick with that particularly very long. Um, and and that was okay, right, like not complain. But it, it feels like every now and again I come back to this thread of, you know, how can I how how, not not how because it's not necessarily a conscious thought it comes back to it just i sort of naturally gravitate towards a thread of photography that seems a bit more a bit more that it comes from inside me rather than me trying to copy somebody else and maybe graham you just need a bit a bit of time and a Mm. bit more play and a bit more play with different things so great! You've got a Carbon Adventurer, and you've got a Mewtwo, or whatever. No, a Mewtwo is a Pokemon, isn't it? Or is it a both? Or is it both? It's yeah. both, I think. It's not It, it yeah. is okay. It is a Pokemon, isn't it? Yeah. it's
1: a about a rare Pokemon and an increasingly rare.
2: Yeah, camera, there you yeah. go. But, but don't you find as well that sometimes you can look at your work, you can you can take a shoot some rolls of film and look at the work, and you can think, "Oh God, I really don't like any of it," or you go, "That's yeah. a, that's a maybe, and that's an absolute no," and you have your, no pile. But, and sometimes you think, oh, I hate everything I've taken <laughs> today. Yeah, absolutely. But then don't you find, though, if you leave it sometimes and you revisit it, say, two months later, you think, well, actually, I quite like that one now. You know, it was a picture. Sometimes you think, mm-hmm. no, that's not. You, it's in your not no pile. But sometimes you come back to them in two months, three months, and, and you see them with different eyes. And sometimes you still don't like them. And sometimes though, there are times when you think, oh, actually, I, I actually quite like that one
0: now. I'm I'm definitely like that. Mm. Um, definitely mm. an advocate for getting, you know, six by mm. four prints done
1: mm. of
0: lots of stuff, mm. uh, whether you think it's marginal or not, and just living with them for a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. having blue tacked the wall, you know, and stuff like that. And then, you know, you, can, you, you look at them, live with them for, you know, and, and you know which ones you really like because they're the ones that catch your eye as you walk past that. Mm wall and and you go and look at them again and go "Eh, yeah not too bad and and sometimes i do them with like sort of you know different um different editing treatments Um, yeah so i have one that's like wild crazy colors and one that's a bit more natural and that'd be the same photo but printed two different ways Mm -hmm. Uh, and i sit and i put them on the wall next to each other and, and and three months later i'll know which one i like yeah
2: um
0: uh, and stuff like that, and in uh, it works with you know, portraits. It works with abstract. It works with landscape. Whatever. It's uh, you know just you know, there's a real power. And I'm, I really love my little six by four inch printer, which I can just print. Oh, I'll print. Mm. Yeah, I've mm. been out today. Um, I'm going to print five photos, uh, uh, and I'm going to see which ones I like in a fortnight. Mm.
2: Mm. Definitely. I think social yeah.
1: media has a big effect on on how we feel about our stuff and how that then, well, all right, maybe not for you, because you just don't engage. Nope. All, but I, I'm interested, Claire, <laughs> because like mm. your, your work is very different from aid and mine as aid. And I've both said, you know, we're, we're shooting for ourselves and it kind of doesn't matter that what we're churning out is, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say bilge, but I did just say say bilge. Um, Because (laughs) you are somebody who is working as an artist. You're putting your stuff out there. You're getting exhibitions and stuff. So you have to be quite mindful, I would imagine, of your output. And you can't just share whatever you want to feel like, because if it doesn't fit with what people are expecting to see from you, I guess, then Mm. does that hold you back from doing stuff or does it hold you back from sharing stuff that you might be you know you might quite like Be to think no this isn't what i'm known for
2: i think for me um i don't know because i said i think for me the biggest the biggest issues for me or struggles i think with social media is um because instagram is the main platform isn't it is that I feel and I've just had to move into acceptance that that's not how I work and forget about all this follower business and just I feel the biggest challenge for me is that Instagram it feels like it's a it's a platform where you have to feed it every, well for some people feed it every day don't they I can't do that I can't post because I feel like I can't you know it's like I have to when if if I if I make create work and I shoot it it has to be you know You know, you you plan it, you do it. It has to feel right. But once you start feeling like I've got to produce a picture every single day that is of that you know that you're happy with, obviously there's people that probably look at my Instagram account and think that's a load of rubbish. What's this all about? You know, and that's that's it because it's all subjective, isn't it? People will love your work and people or people will loathe your work or anything in between. But I think you have to. I think you have to stay true to yourself. I think that's number one big challenge because there's so much stuff on instagram and there's so much things that go in trends and then there's you see people's accounts and you think oh they've got sixty thousand followers and they're doing this type of work and maybe if i started doing, and i think that's maybe not the route to go down and that can be hard staying true and just thinking well this is the work i do and this is how i work and maybe Mm. it's not in fashion or it is in fashion or whatever but it's what i do so not getting distracted i think by other people is is number one and then sort of resist, you know, cooperating with social media, but resisting it as well, sort of like because I can't. I feel like if I was to post a picture every day, I'd you'd soon run out of work, wouldn't you? And and then you'd be just creating to to what to create a work to put on Instagram that might not be of a certain standard. And I don't know. I, I so I think for me that's the, that's the barrier less than what. So sorry, I have massively digressed, Graham, because you asked me. <laughs> I've gone round the houses. Yeah, we digress as usual. Um, do I sometimes wish to put work up that um, that's not kind of me? Mm. I don't know really if that's. Do, 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 sometimes do I just... feel like doing different, not diff, not drastically different, but maybe what I think would be different would still be in a style. I suppose that was that was me, you know. Um, hmm.
0: I, I I do struggle as as you all know with the the, the social media. Um, yeah. A, apart from just the, the whole sort of endless, what do they call it? Doom scrolling nature of it all, mm. and and the fact that it yeah you know, it, it nothing sticks. Um, but the, the 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 other thing is is that Instagram as a platform. I mean, I remember when it first launched, independent. Yeah, you know, I remember. Yeah, you know, was really good fun. Mm. Uh, but it hasn't been about photography for a no. long time. I mean, yeah, the people hey. with big followings are reality TV stars and people who, it, it, well, I mean, you've got the whole influence.
2: I think sometimes but there's lots of photographers and there's lots of artists and there's lots of really great musicians. And you think that's the thing you think, God, they're, they're fantastic and look what they contribute to culture. Um, so I'm, I am really digressing now, but like Air, I love the band Air. They're on Instagram. They've got okay, individual, yeah. individual um, accounts and they've got the, the account for Air. They're an amazing band. They've done. What, some, what do
0: they do on Instagram?
2: They have, um, well, they have platform, you know, the, as a band.
0: I don't, so they, I don't know because I don't do Instagram. Uh, so. Have, so
2: They post, you know, pictures of what they're doing and if they're doing any tours. Or right. Things.
0: Okay. So it's just, it's just about, it, it, it's like you know, a, a, a journal of stuff yes. they do.
2: Yeah. Right. But as a reality check now, they've got something like 16,000 followers, which would be considered small, wouldn't it? Whereas I know there's some photographers that, you know, I see and they've got like 30,000 or 50, 60,000. But you think, and this is where it becomes a nonsense because you think, what has, Air has contributed massively, you know, to, uh, I don't know, they, they've just contributed massively. Yeah, their music, the, the, the music uh, people even who that,
0: don't know their name, people would recognise yeah, some of the music, so it's
2: It's a funny thing, and I think hopefully we're moving away from it but this i just get really switched off when i hear people going on about how many followers people have got because to me personally i'm not bothered whether you've got two followers or you've got two hundred thousand followers do you know what i mean That's a
0: good job working on this podcast
2: um, yeah it's about you know if you like someone's work i'm not one of those people that likes oh they've got really nice work but oh they've only got 10 followers or 200 followers so i'm not going to but you know i don't i don't like that how some people think of like valuing people and how many it's like how much money someone's got or something. It's like, I don't care. You can have 20 million, you can have two pounds. It's about the person and it's about the work, I think. So I think that this, and I think that's kind of muddled things up, but I'm digressing again. But yeah, it's become, it's become, it's moving away completely from photography, isn't it? I mean, in some ways it's almost become, yeah, it's become a a funny old um, place. I I, I don't
0: get it. I have to say, I don't get it. Mm uh i kind of get tiktok i'm yeah. yeah, not that i've ever seen tiktok uh, or used I it but i kind of i mean you you see on like, I'm, I'm fine watching like you know landscape photography videos on youtube or something like that just to chill yeah. out you know and, and it's, or youtube is full of people who sort of co-post or cross post or whatever mm. it's called their their, their tiktok mm. thing it seems to be mm. lots of silly pranks and mm. dancing. There's quite a lot of Dance. dancing on but TikTok, was, I think, isn't the, it?
2: But that I think that's that's the other thing I've noticed on Instagram, all this reels. It's just like lots of lots of young girls dancing. And and Instagram's all yeah. But going back to you, Graham, your question, I think <laughs> <Which> that <one? laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> which one I've sorry. We always digress with me, I took <laughs> yeah i could talk all the hind legs off all the donkeys in all the fields Mm -hmm. sometimes this round but um yeah no i think isn't that an issue though you hear bands say that don't they about um as as they develop and they evolve and they do a gig and then everyone gets like we want to hear we want to hear those hits from five Mm. years ago we don't want to hear your new stuff and they get really bored of playing them and, and disappointed and I suppose people, that yeah, they do, yeah, it does happen that's what... if people like your work for a certain style, and, and you, as you go through, you, you move away from certain things. I suppose that could be.
1: I suppose it's kind of like it, it's two sides of the same coin. I would imagine that you would, you know, you might go for a walk tomorrow and take a camera with you and take a lovely landscape picture of somewhere in Anglesey. Oh,
2: yeah, and then yeah. think,
1: you know, and you might have had a love time and it might be a lovely picture, but you might think, I'm not going to share this. Mm-hmm because mm. I'm not a landscape photographer, that's not my thing. And, and, and on the flip side of that coin is, I might think, as a husband, I'm, yeah. like, I'm bored, I'm going to muck around and do something in Healthy. in needing and use myself as the subject and mm. do some mm. crazy thing. And then Can I'll think... Keep
0: your shirt on, please.
1: <laughs> well, I can't make any promises. <laughs> but that's the thing, then, I, I, then whenever frozen?
0: I... was <laughs> when such a rude comment. <laughs> Graham's actually gone. He's gone and frozen. <laughs> All I said was, "Can he keep his shirt on?" He's talking about doing crazy things and playing around with yeah. the camera.
2: I Usually, that mean means it. he
0: takes his shirt off. Hopefully, have, he will join us shortly.
2: I have got some though on my account some some landscape ones that I have done, and um, I, I really like architecture. So I like a new, you know, like there's some space. I love sort of space age looking buildings. Cool. So I've taken some of those, and I put I dot the odd one in you know but yeah it's rare but i do love like space oh here he is graham's back
0: yeah
1: unfortunately <laughs> i th- um i think storm gaza is um playing merry hell <laughs> with our connection tonight so for for the listeners yeah. trying to figure out why not we're randomly not seeing each other because i can see you guys throughout all of that but anyway it's fine
0: oh um, did you oh you yeah. just completely you completely froze i thought i'd insulted you i thought that's wow that's that's
1: but that, like, but getting back to that point though, like, of, you know, keep your shirt on. Like, but that's the thing. If ever I do <laughs> stuff like that, I always have to do it from a um, like joke point of view because otherwise, because <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting out something that wasn't taking the mic out of myself in doing it because. <laughs> I feel like oh that's me being pretentious. Um, so it, and it's kind of the, the and that makes no sense any more than it makes would make sense for Claire to go. Well, I'm not going to put out a lovely landscape because that's not my thing. It's like you kind of get,
0: I don't know. It, uh, I know because I get. A it, bit, it, I'm you know, a bit like that myself because it's just like yeah. You know, and I think that's. I think the stuff I'm more confident to share is is stuff that I think yeah you know, yeah you know, I was talking earlier about you know uh stuff that feels more like it comes from inside of me rather than heavily influenced or just copying other things Hmm. um but the and this is one of the things i yeah about this it's the sort of it's the positive feedback loop of social media and it's so yeah it's it's uh decreasing circles isn't it because you end up with everybody posting the same photograph give or take but the uh, i i and i think i think may may, i don't know graham right if i to explain how i think i feel about it see if it resonates with you at all right so Mm -hmm. so i feel more comfortable more comfortable sharing the stuff that i think is actually genuinely my photography rather than me copying Mm -hmm. other people now other people might think that that is crap and other people might think i'm being i don't suppose anybody ever thinks i'm being self-deprecating but um because that's just not really how i behave most (laughs) of the time but the the uh, maybe 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 spin it through ninety degrees right in your head and say actually the stuff that you want to share is, is the stuff that you feel is more more you right and and maybe the stuff that you feel that you need to be tongue and cheek about is where you're copying somebody else I don't know if that makes any sense to you at all I mean it's just a little bit of a snippet from my brain
1: mm. I don't feel like at the moment I'm creating. Stuff that I particularly care about. I I was talking to my son about this. He he is um he's doing art GCSE and um and both my kids are on the spectrum. And he Logan is doing this drawing. It, it is a very kind of detailed drawing of I can't remember the Taj Mahal so something that. He's very detailed. And um and at the time it, when he was doing it, the way he was doing it, I'm just not um I'm not you I'm not enjoying this because it's just I don't think like I'm putting anything into it, and that, that sometimes I feel a bit like where I'm at with some of the stuff is that I, when I'm going through my pictures and deciding what I'm going to share, usually it's like, okay, which ones technically have worked, but I don't feel like I mean, and, and why would they be? Because I'm when I'm taking the pictures, I'm not thinking that I'm trying to say something. So obviously the pictures aren't saying something at the other end. Um, but I don't know how you, I don't know how you cross that divide into making stuff that feels personally meaningful as opposed to just pictures I, that you make I made. don't think
0: I have crossed that divide yet um I don't think I have anything to say as an artist um I don't feel a compulsion to have something to say to have a message uh so yeah, the stuff that I say that I feel is, is more about me is not because I feel it's on message, right? It's just that I feel like the sort of the creative ideas came from inside of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, no, nobody's, no, right? no, nobody is an island, are they? So it's not like I've not been influenced for the whole of my life by a whole range of things. Of course, I have, same as everybody else. But but where the, I guess the difference for me is, do I feel that it is an idea that I've had As the sum of my experience you know based on the sum of my experience or built on top of the sum of my experience versus me going oh look at that i i I think i'd like to make a photo that looks like that person's photo Mm. right you know um uh i think yeah and i i think um i i this is where i get drawn to breaking pixels right and yeah be, be the original medium film or digital you know I, I end up thinking the things that come from me are the things that are sort of yeah the ideas that come from me are where i'm i'm breaking stuff maybe making it harder to appreciate on an aesthetic level or at least on a, a lightweight aesthetic level uh and and you know it's you know it, but again i don't have any it's it, i've run out of words I, again i don't have anything that i don't have a message um it's just the stuff that i create that I'm. i'm a bit more drawn to perhaps because it's because it's maybe not so much not quite so much a copy of somebody else mm. <laughs> i don't know it's so yeah it's i i don't i don't ever pick up a camera and go out for a walk and think i've got something to say yeah <laughs> yeah unless it's ooh, pretty flower <laughs> like, oh, oh look <laughs> oh look there's a magpie <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> squirrel, <laughs> squirrel. Yeah, just like, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, or oh, I like the way the light is bouncing. I mean, because because a lot of the shooting I do is in the city, of course. So I don't shoot that many squirrels. Uh, but uh, you know, a lot of it is is I like the light, right? So the thing that catches my—I daft thing to say scientifically, isn't it? The thing that catches my eyes—the light. But but aesthetically, <laughs> often it's 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 light. It's the play of light, or yeah, reflecting off a building, or or shadows and light or whatever you know that, that catches my eye so i i mean i'm, I'm looking at oh wow bang Right, like, let's take some let's make something of that let's play with the light i'm enjoying a lot of the uh the darker evenings at the moment when i'm on my once a week commute because it means that I'm, I'm often out and about at twilight or just after dark you know so you get the last of the sky but you also get all the lights in buildings in a city and lights of traffic and all that sort of stuff. So, I'm playing with light. I've got nothing to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, I suppose that's where I come back to with my stuff. Is that if I've got <laughs> if I've got nothing to say, should I be saying it repeatedly? <laughs> I mean, I don't share very much stuff anyway, and that's this is why. Like, I don't share very much stuff because I don't have much stuff to share that I feel is worth sharing. But, um. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think the difference between you and me, Aid, is that, um, I, I'm in exactly the same place as you. I'm just not comfortable <laughs> with it, I, and I, I feel like, I I feel like I want to get I want to get to where, Claire is, or close to where Claire is. Well, but... Anglesey. <laughs> yeah, I want to get to Anglesey. <laughs> <laughs> or closer to Anglesey, anyway. Okay. Uh, okay I, was in, no I was close to That's Anglesey. That's where you grew
0: up, though. You grew up in North yeah. Wales, didn't
1: I, you? I was close to Anglesey this weekend. Yeah. I was close to Anglesey this weekend. Oh, yeah. Well c-
0: done on surviving the storm on your motorbike in Snowdonia, by the way.
1: Oh, that was... Yeah, I had a good time on the motorbike. And I can confirm, there were squirrels where I was riding motorbikes last weekend. And I know this because they did steal some chocolate brownies that should have- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. You say I you're know. not comfortable. You say you you feel like you might be in a similar place to me, but you're just, but but that that you're not comfortable being in that place.
1: I'm frustrated with myself. I, I keep I, I want to I want to do something that is more meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. But whenever I think of things they always I was going to go, no, these are just trite there's like I don't know, I um, But maybe you
0: have to get through that stuff. Maybe, to make maybe a that's lot of the, bullshit. The, so <laughs> and... so there's a there's a photo that has been or a, a set of photos, maybe just one photo, but that's been going through my head as we've been talking about this. And I don't really know why, but it's a but but the photo I I am thinking of in my head is the one that we call a Graham of Thrones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. You know, and and that was a day that, you know, for those that don't know, that name doesn't mean so much to you. That was a day that you and I spent together taking photographs um primarily me taking photographs of you actually i think i had some sort of half baked project on at the time that i thought was gonna go somewhere but didn't but we had a lot of fun and and we ended up with with you uh, we ended up with you in in a garden and i think we had a backdrop like just a sort of studio black backdrop and you were holding up like a a pitchfork or some sort of gardening tool, mm-hmm. like that sharp guided tool, as if it was a weapon, and you were sat there as if you were in a throne and and in this sort of metal garden chair, um, and we called the photo a Graham of Thrones, and it was quite good fun, and mm. it was a good photo as well, actually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Though I say so myself, mm. um, <laughs> um, and so, but sometimes you, yeah, that 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 wasn't something that I planned. Yeah, mm. yeah, we decided to to. To have a day of photos together, right, and and that was cool. We planned that, and and you'd planned where to go as well. If I recall rightly, we were trespassing on somebody's property. It was on
1: my <laughs> cards. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I remember being you. I remember you telling me that it's fine. It's fine, and I remember being deeply uncomfortable because that. Uh, yeah, but anyway, it, it turns out it was fine. You were mm-hmm. perfectly right. Um, uh, but we had a great time that day, and. Uh, but sometimes, but I, I couldn't have told you at the beginning of that. I couldn't have told you that there was a plan and that that was what I wanted to achieve or anything like that. Mm. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you sometimes you just need to push through, maybe.
1: Yeah, or mm. well, put yourself in instances where you can, where creativity can happen. Um, as I've been listening back, to, yes, listening back to podcasts that John and I did together, and we did this one where we talked about the idea of what would you do if you had infinite money and john said he would just go traveling and because it would put him in a space where opportunities would arise to make good work rather Mm -hmm. than going out with a seeking to do a thing which puts pressure on you and you can fail and do that instead put yourself set up the circumstances around you Mm -hmm. so that then good work can happen and I think there's a lot to be said for that. I mean, and that's exactly what we did that day. You know, we we put ourselves in an environment where there were opportunities around. We had a few ideas. And and because then we could then start plucking things out and you can make something that works from it. Um, yeah, I think that's true. We should probably start to wrap this up because we've been gas-bagging for quite some time. Could I ask a question,
2: Graham, to listeners? Because I never, I never ask questions. But, you know, you were saying... Um, the Your friend in Londinium cameras, was it?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so I wonder if um, anybody who might be listening knows anyone that could repair a Super 8 camera? A Super mm-hmm. an, 8
0: camera, okay. A
2: Minolta, a Minolta. But anyway, I'd be interested, or maybe people who repair cameras can repair, you know. They've yeah. got the, the know-how. So I'm looking for someone to – I'm looking for somewhere that does repairs or someone that's able to repair a camera for me.
1: There you go, So if anyone,
2: if anyone knows, could they let us know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Please, I'd be really grateful. And yeah.
1: listeners, do write in as well. I mean, this this sort of topic of what inspires you to shoot is, you know, if one comes up – but I would be interested to hear um, – how you know how listeners feel about the stuff that we've talked about this evening that sort of thing of, of how how you find the energy and the drive to get out and make work and and how you feel about the work that you're making as well is it the work that you want to be making ultimately are, are you taking pictures that uh, you're going yes this is great this is what i want to be with in which case i'm deeply envious of you um or, or are you more like me going i'm taking pictures but it's not what i want to be doing yet yeah, for whatever reason um is this
0: the photography equivalent of you've got to kiss a lot of frogs <laughs> <laughs> is <it? laughs> maybe maybe graham has gone again <laughs> he can't respond oh, every time i say something even slightly <laughs> bit.
1: oh don't <laughs> worry do- i still hear it all i still hear I, it all
0: it, it, it feels it feels like to me that, that what i was what i was meaning by that is is it you know, the, it's the old they're saying isn't it you know if you're a princess mm. you've got to kiss a lot of frogs before one of them turns into a prince right um, okay. uh, and and I was just uh, may, maybe going to say to Graham that um, <laughs> you know maybe you have to try a, a lot of different photography types before you find one that you know that suits. I don't really mean that Graham should go out and kiss lots of frogs, not in the literal.
1: You sense. try and stop me! I'll kiss frogs if I goddamn well want We're to. We're not allowed
0: to call them frogs anymore, but They're French, right? They're <laughs> or French cheese? You can get away with French cheese. <laughs>
1: oh boy well that feels like a great note to end up on this.
0: <laughs> anyway moving on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get us moving out of here on. <laughs> on. nobody listens this far into the podcast anyway I'll be fine
1: I can't imagine they will have a note <laughs> <laughs> listeners please just be understanding we're a bit podcast rusty this is us easing ourselves back into the uh, saddles the respective saddles this week so mm-hmm. um you know got <laughs> some slack oh, we, we've had a good oh, long no.
0: rambling conversation what's well, not we entertaining are. about that i'm exactly. thoroughly entertained
1: <laughs> that's all that really matters isn't it um i'm trying to think if there's anything we need to let listeners know about um emulsive secret santa if you are signed up for emulsive secret mm-hmm. santa get your parcels posted off to their uh the lucky recipients i need to do mine i started getting mine together today so um i will be on that. So i've received my parcel already my uh santa was very honorable um i'm sure there's other stuff as well um but oh actually one thing we definitely want to mention is that the um photography through a pandemic kickstarter that uh, Holly and Hamish have been working on, we talked to Hamish about this very recently, that has reached its funding goal, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, But if you haven't got yourself a copy bag yet, please do And remember that all the profits for that will go towards um, uh, the John Fund for the charities that he... Was a passionate believer in, mm-hmm. and for his daughter as well. So um, it's really great because it was a bit of a, a
0: rocky road with that. Uh, Kickstarter. There's still seventeen days to go, so there's still, still plenty of time 70. for people to uh, to 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 get their copies.
1: Indeed, what a fantastic Christmas gift for somebody! Uh, just a really because these books are never going to be available anyway, other than through this Kickstarter. So you're going to be getting somebody something that they'll never be able to go to a shop and buy. It's going to be a lovely thing. So get on that.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Over to you again. Ed. Oh, well,
0: so sorry, my go, is it? Sorry, I was looking at the Kickstarter page and I lost <laughs> oh, track good. of where our our video screens were. So apologies. <laughs> Perfect. You if, did uh, a full. I think on we us. probably should close off this podcast though yes. because um, we're all, all of us are falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> or, or something, uh, I think you're or just losing. Rambling.
1: Yeah, you're definitely losing focus.
0: Well, I've got to get. Yeah, yeah. Well, did I did I have any in the first? I didn't mind anyway. I um... try not to be self-deprecating. Um, right, <laughs> uh, and on, on that note, um, I shall try and channel the ego I need to get out of a podcast because mm-hmm. it's as you know, it's all always a challenge um uh, are we going to play out yes we are going to play with uh rachel's band rocker uh you can get their album promises i should have kept on the internet lots of different places on the internet probably just search for it and then find it and um if you find one that allows you to contribute a little bit of money to the band as well that'd be cool um because i'm Mm -hmm. sure they'd appreciate that they they worked very hard on their album Um, it's been an honor and a privilege uh to be part of the sunny 16 podcast uh this week as it is always um i've thoroughly enjoyed myself this evening thank you claire and thank you graham and thank you everybody who listened especially those of you that listened this far
1: (laughs) yeah both of you
2: (laughs) (laughs) You,
0: you, you both of you two who
1: were too lazy to get up and turn off the machine yeah yeah.
2: turn off the machine i'm gonna get into bed now with rules canada
0: Okay. Uh, there we go. Late
2: night board, uh, late night board music. Storm music. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. All right. On a nat note, folks. Uh, thank you and goodbye. Bye. you <laughs> Oh,
2: bye. <laughs>